Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday. It's January the 1st, 2021. We made it. We made it, y'all. We made it through 2020. I wish that all y'all have a prosperous 2021. Heck, I just wish that all you guys have an enjoyable 2021. Because, Lord knows, this past year has been rough. I mean, I don't even remember half the things that... Well, since I remember to have the things that happened. I don't remember the last time I did something in 2020. I'm seriously. I mean, did something without, like, worrying about wearing a mask. Without some other thing. You know what I mean? So, I just want to say to y'all, like, yo, let's do this. Let's make it. Let's get this year done. Let's let, let's do the thing. Come on now. But, hey. I want to talk to y'all about last night's game, the 76ers. I mean, the Sixers were on fire. Like, the Sixers, like, ended up defeating the Orlando Magic 116-92. Now, I'm telling you, that, that, that score is not indicative of what happened. Not at all. I mean, the Sixers basically, like, destroyed them. I mean, at one point, things were so bad, y'all. The Orlando Magic had scored 35 points and were trailing by 37. You know when you're losing by more points that you've scored, it's a bad night. Things got so bad, y'all, that not only did Ben Simmons make a three, which is good for him and good for the Sixers, not a knock, but Ben rarely shoots threes. Dwight Howard made a three. It was a night where Matisse Thibel, he hadn't scored a point in in the first four games, but he shot the ball three for four. You know, everything was going right for the Sixers. Everything. And Orlando was the only undefeated team in the league. The only one. And what happened? The Sixers destroyed. So, like, we're going to talk about that a little bit in the first segment, right? In the second segment, we're going to talk about, um, you know, the the team, like the Sixers, like the state of the Sixers right now. And then in the third segment, you know what we do. If you're new to this podcast, what I typically do is stuff that comes to my mind, comes to my head. I typically just talk about that in the third segment, you know. But what I really want to do is I want to just say, hey, y'all, again, Happy New Year. Um, I want people to know, like, you come to this podcast. It's the only one that comes to you five days a week that covers the Sixers. And in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Sixers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Right? But my thing is, I'm going to be honest with you. And I asked Seth Curry this. I felt a little bad asking this. But it's it's how I felt. Like, I did not expect the Sixers to beat them this badly. I didn't. I mean, I thought the Sixers were coming to Orlando. I'm here. I thought they would come here and and basically, you know, we would see a team maturing. Um, A team like, 
you know, building off of that last victory. But I felt like maybe 10 points, maybe they would go ahead and, and get a win. Because let's face it, in the past, the Sixers teams would come into Orlando and they would struggle. I mean, struggle mightily, y'all. Like, it's times where they would just come in here and the Sixers would be red hot. I don't know if they were out partying the night before. I don't know what it was. But they would always come in here, and when you expect them to win, they would lose, right? Those teams in the past, Orlando teams, always weren't that good. But the Sixers always lost. This time they come in here, Orlando has the, I know it's only four games, but Orlando was the only team that was undefeated in the whole NBA. The Sixers are a team that's trying to find their groove, Jalen. They look like if they they, they they were struggling without Joel Embiid, they need to every, Tobias Harris get all the points he can. Ben Simmons wasn't shooting the ball, getting, criti- getting criticized. So you just said, okay, if they win, it's going to be a close one. Bruh, please. I mean, as I said, at one point, Orlando was losing by more points than they scored. Markel Fox, you know, he, he had his worst game of the season. You know, he had his worst game of the season. He he shot the ball 4-4-11. He had nine points. He was a minus thirty-one. Now he 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 had four he had four uh, assists. He had th- uh, one steal, two turnovers, and a block. Right, Aaron Gordon he struggled mightily too. He was one for eight shooting. Right, zero for four on threes. He was four for five from the foul line, so that's where he got his points from. He ended up with six points. Now, he did block two shots. He also had... He also had um, two turnovers. I mean, so they struggled. Nick Vucevic, the guy who used to destroy the Sixers, not, not quite. I mean, he had 19 points now, but he was a minus 29. He was 8 for 15 shooting and 3 for 6 on 3. So he was their best 3-point shooter, believe it or not. But I'm telling you, on this night, it was all about Seth Curry. Well, no, I can't say that. Because Seth Curry, yes, he shot 5 for 7 on 3. Tobias Harris shot 3 for 4. Matisse Thiable shot 2 for 4. You know, Ben was 1 for 1. Joel was one for two. Danny Green one for four. You know, uh, it was um, the Sixers put on a shooting display. They ended up going fifteen to thirty-three on threes. Fifteen to thirty-three. You know, the crazy part is, you will say this about the Magic. The Magic made nineteen and twenty-one foul shots, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. Sixers made 13 or 15 because this game was over. I mean, when you factor it in, like, the 76ers scored 38 points in the first quarter, 37 in the second. Actually, in, in, in the second quarter, they outscored them 37 to 18. Ah, this thing was over. And it was a 
quality win for them to end the end of the year. I'm telling you, it was really impressive. You know what else is impressive? My Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is all that to me. I mean, seriously. Like, I keep talking about it. It's the best energy protein bar. Um, I'm a little disappointed because I didn't... I don't have any right now. You know what I mean? I can't wait to go home to... I don't know. I probably won't do that because it'll look kind of crazy. I come in the house and ain't wear a bill bar. They're going to look at me crazy. But I'm telling you, you know how I feel. If you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about my chocolate. You know how I feel about my bill bar. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to taste this thing. Because you see what? When I don't have it, it feels like I'm missing out on something. It's like I got to have my coffee and I got to drink my bill. I mean, I got to drink my coffee and I got to eat my bill bar. And I'm telling you, you need to start doing it too. But don't, what you need to do is, after you listen to this podcast, you need to go to billbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and get a percentage off your next purchase. I'm telling you, you need to do it today. Start the new year off right, y'all. Now, the thing about the Sixers, do I still think that the Sixers are going to be the fifth or sixth seed in the East or at best the fourth? Yeah, I do. I do. I understand that they're right now and they're four and one. But I'm looking at these standings and stuff. Everything seems crazy right about now. Now, the thing is, the one thing I will say is, I'm admiring the coaching job that Doc Rivers is doing in his staff because they got these guys believing, and that's half the battle. I mean, they're throwing everything together. Now, granted, the Sixers schedule is easy comparable to what it's going to be in a couple of games, right? I mean, we, we, we can't deny that. I mean, in a couple of games, the Sixers' schedule is going to get harder. I mean, once they play Brooklyn, right? Then after that, they're going to have they have Boston, uh, Miami, teams like that, right? But for right now, you know, the thing was, I always thought through the first eight games, the Sixers were either going to be 7-1 and one or 6-2. and two. I always believed that. You know, right now, the Sixers are 4-1, and one, right? So they got the Charlotte. They got two games against Charlotte um, coming up Saturday and Monday. I expect the Sixers to sweep those games. And then they play, my, then they play Washington. Well, I expect the Sixers to defeat Washington. You know, Washington has been struggling. So after that, that's when things get, get real, when they have... Brooklyn, Denver, Atlanta, Miami, Miami, Memphis, and OKC. And then they got Boston, Boston. And then they have uh, Detroit twice. Then they have the Lakers. And then they have um, Minnesota and Indiana. Now, the rest of this month is going to be tough. But the good thing, the way the schedule plays out, it enables them to work on something. So let's face it. You know, right now the Sixers aren't where they where they want to be. 
I mean, they had a great shooting night this night. But these are shots that they got before. They just weren't falling. So when you go up and you play against uh, these type of teams, it enables you to work on it before when you go up against those tough teams and you got to make it. So it enables you to get in rhythm. And what I saw last night is a Sixers team that's coming together closely. Closely, I mean better. Getting a little gelling together, right? So we'll see, man. We'll really see. I mean, was I shocked? Yeah. I mean, just because I haven't seen that at all this year. Like, before they were winning in spite of like we're winning in spite of poor shooting we're winning in spite of multiple i mean uh, a trillion turnovers we're winning in spite of defensive lapses you know so but on this night they put everything together so the sixers have to feel great about that they do they really do they have to feel great about that but you know i'm here to tell you like uh it's going to get tougher now. It's going to get tougher. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to um, your podcast at. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. And you can read my coverage in the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Philadelphia Daily News. And you can go to Inquirer.com, Sixers section, to get my daily coverage. As I said before, this podcast is the only podcast that covers the 76ers five days a week. Now, when the one thing that really stood out to me today was Matisse's Thibault's performance. You know, Matisse is a guy who, me, he only shot three three attempts through the first three game, first four games. He, when he came in, he just looked a miss. He didn't look himself. Now, when you look at Matisse, Matisse to me is their best. Well, I say second best. Their second best perimeter defender. Ben Simmons, number one. And then there's Matisse, right? And in order for the Sixers to be successful, I always felt that Matisse had to play. I always felt that Matisse had to excel and do things. Well, the problem was with the first couple games, the first three, whenever Matisse came in, he just didn't look comfortable. He looked like a guy trying not to make mistakes, a guy trying not to miss shots. So what was he doing? He wasn't taking shots. He was passing them up. He was never really in the rhythm. There were certain times when I noticed when people would like sub in and check in or whatever. I always saw Matisse looking at the sidelines, like looking at the bench, seeing, okay, are they going to take me out now? He didn't play free. He needed to play free. He didn't. He just didn't. And last night I saw a little bit initially. And then after that, he, you know, you just see him going out there playing. And he had, a, he had a pretty good game. Like, it wasn't like how it was. Like, the last game on on Tuesday, you know, you couldn't stop seeing him and just keep looking over. You know, but this time he played free. And he was the old Matisse. 
And Doc Rivers said the Sixers are going to need him, which is true. They are going to need Matisse this year. They really are. They really are. Now, not to change the subject, but I'm telling y'all, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, this is New Year's Day. And typically what I do if I'm in a city, you know, I try to stay up or I try to, you know, just go down to the hotel bar or whatever and just have a, a New Year's toast and then go up to my room. Well, this year I walked in the door to the hotel and came straight to the room. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I came straight to the room. Because when I walked in the hotel, like, people didn't have masks on. I mean, now the people who work there did. But the people who, um, the guests, I guess people coming in here to get something to drink and eat. And to me, it was just like, hey, these people don't understand. We're in the middle of a pandemic, you know. They just don't understand it. They don't get it. And Doc Rivers was talking about how the night before the game, he was like joking, like he was underneath his bed. <laughs> and it's true, like it's weird. Like once we, once I, once the plane landed, I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest with you, the plane lands, and I get off the plane, and I'm like, whoa, okay, no social distancing, no nothing, and you know, I'm like, okay, let me take my time, and then as I'm driving in the Uber, I'm like, wow, no social distancing. See, people, a lot of people ain't wearing masks. It's optional. And, you know, I, I was hunkered down in my hotel room all day. Uh, I like, okay, the only time I left my room was when I left to go walk to the arena. That's the only time I left my room. And then I came back here, and I've been in my room now, and I'm about to leave after I do this podcast. So I can go hop on my flight. But I'm telling you. It's it's kind of different down here, y'all. It really is. And I wish people the best with it. But it's different. But you know what? I'm real excited about this new year. Um, I hope and I pray that we can get through all this. I think we can. Um, great win for your Sixers. Oh, nine. I want to thank y'all, y'all, for listening, and have a great, great, great day. Peace.